What is up, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask podcast? Welcome back to another episode, episode 55 of this right here podcast, the Didn't Ask podcast, where I, Jaimon, dive into Reddit's most popular questions of the past week, jumping into the world of Reddit, jumping into the MIDSL subreddit, jumping into the Ask Reddit subreddit. So many fun things. There are some great questions for today very topical questions for today so let's jump into it well before we do that how are you doing i hope you're doing fine i hope you had a good week i had a nice weekend i really enjoyed watching formula one the past weekend man that race on sunday was so fucking awesome it was so much fun just seeing the competitiveness between all the drivers that we have now. Because last season, we had Mercedes and Red Bull just being at the top basically every race unless anything, you know, went awfully wrong. But now we see Ferrari, of course, up there. We now see uh, Mercedes climbing back up this season because they have not been doing well. But in the middle of the fucking field, there, there is more, there's more things happening. We have Haas in the top 10. We have... Fucking Alpine just losing out on his position with Alonso just fucking up his car. Same thing goes for Ricardo. Man, there are so many fun things happening in the Formula 1 right now. It's so much fun watching every week, just seeing what is going on and what they are doing. But, like I say every fucking week, this is not a podcast where I talk to you about Formula 1. This is a podcast where I talk to you about Reddit's most popular questions. So let's jump into the first one coming from the Ask Reddit subreddit for today. And this one comes from user Snoo Macarons 3659 And they ask, what TV show's intro is impossible to skip? Again, I said at the beginning of this podcast that these questions were a little bit topical. Because I saw this question and I immediately thought about Peacemaker. Peacemaker is the latest show on HBO Max. It's done by James Gunn. It stars John Cena. So for me, there are so many things that are already hitting on a different level. With James Gunn, for me, being a little bit more on and off, I really enjoyed Guardians 1, and I watched that many times, but I fucking hated Guardians. Not 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 hated. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't hate it, but like I didn't really like it. It felt very much like Guardians 1 was the masterpiece, and then Guardians 2 was like somebody trying to em- emulate the masterpiece, and was just like, oh, we're, let's put some music here, let's do this there. To me, it just didn't hit on the same level as the first one. So for me, it was a bit uh, eh, going into Peacemaker, especially because I liked the Suicide Squad. But to me, again, it, it was it was fine. You know what I'm saying? Like it had very little to live up to because the first Suicide Squad movie that we had, it was absolute dog shit. So anything that they would do was better. And I would say that the movie is indeed better. I think that there are some things we can change here and there. But overall, I think the movie was good. But that's not what this question is about. This question coming from Snoo Macarons 3659 
was what TV show's intro is impossible to skip. So again, I said it already, it's Peacemaker. When Peacemaker started, even before I believe it started, they released the intro. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, that, that intro is fun because it's the whole cast, like the main cast, dancing on this number. And they're basically, I don't know, interpreted dancing type thing. They're like dancing to what is being sung. And it's so fucking funny. And the song is really good. And every week when a new episode dropped, I would just watch the would watch the intro. Normally you would just skip intro, especially since all these streaming apps allow you to especially skip intro where there's legitimately a button for it. And I just kept watching. And I was just like, you know what? This is a really good fucking intro. And it, it's a good intro. Again, like I'm saying, the dance is fun. The music is good. And you even want to try and do those dance moves with them. And I really tried. And there have now been many clips on Twitter I've seen pass by with people like doing the dance with the TV in the background and stuff like that. So it's very much a opening intro of the show that you wouldn't skip. So if you have not seen it yet, please look it up. The HBO Max Peacemaker and then just intro whatever. It should pop up very quickly on YouTube because again, a lot of people are enjoying the intro of the show and people are emulating it right now as well so i think that would be your the answer to your question snoo macarons 3659 what tv shows intro is impossible to skip and i would say peacemakers like it's so much fun again the music is good the dance is so funny and just fucking john cena you know flipping people off and humping the air it's it's great it's great. So please, if you haven't seen, please look that up. Thank you for your question, Snoo Macarons. Moving on to the second question of today, coming from the Ask Reddit subreddit. This one from user Goatslinger06. And they ask, Will Smith is going to slap you. What's your plan? Again, going back to the topicalness of this. This, of course, comes from the Oscar nominations and um, where the not the Oscar nominations, the Oscar award ceremony where Chris Rock was hosting the show and then made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair saying that she is like, she's recording a GI Jane 2, but like, I didn't even know this, but apparently Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. So she's losing her hair, which is very sad, of course. So, that joke didn't fell that well. It didn't fall that well for Jada Pinkett, which I again I can totally understand when somebody makes fun of a disease or thing you have. So Will Smith got up during during the presentation that Chris Rock was doing, and then just smacked him right in the face, and then sat down, and then started yelling at Chris Rock. Personally. I am very much an anti-violence guy. I don't really like when people use violence because personally, I don't think it solves anything. I think that if Will Smith would have just walked up to him and just firmly said, don't fucking talk to my wife like that or talk about my wife like that, 
I think the situation would have been cool and Chris Rock would have just said, up, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, like I would have just apologized for it and the whole evening would have been fine. Nobody would have batted an eye uh, ever again. But, of course, that's not what happened. So Will Smith slapped him and then the whole internet went loose. People just losing their goddamn minds over everything. And of course, it's again black on black crime. We don't like that, guys. Fucking learn. Learn. But yeah, so if Will Smith were to slap me, what's my plan? Honestly, it's... Have the cameras rolling. I hope that there are some cameras somewhere. Make sure that I'm being caught on CCTV. Making sure that, that somebody is recording this. Because if I get slapped, hell yeah, I'm gonna fucking press charges. Motherfucker, I'm not Chris Rock. I don't have fucking millions in the bank. But you do, Will Smith. So give me some of that cash. Why are you slapping me, dude? What the fuck is going on? You're not slapping me and just get away with it scot-free. No, 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 no. I'm pressing charges, motherfucker. And getting a lawyer and just being like, yo, Will Smith just slapped me and I caught that on camera. So I would like to press charges and, you know, make millions off of this. Because I don't really want to work anymore. You know what I mean? Thank you very much. And then just hung up the phone of the on the lawyer and just be like, sit back, relax. Because of course I, I got hit in the head, you know what I mean? My 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 brain it got it got a little bit razzled out. You know what I'm saying? Just a bit I got a bit shook. I got a bit shook. So yeah, that's probably what I would do. Just make sure that everything is caught on camera and make sure that I get a good lawyer. Cause I want to see some money from this, Will Smith. You're not slapping me and getting away with it, dude. Thank you for your question, Codeslinger06. Moving on to the third question of today. Coming from user Simon Solicited Advice. And they ask, the next US president is a current stand-up comic. Who do you want it to be and why? Of course, again, again, going back to the topicalness of this. Very topical question because, of course, the Ukraine still in war. Absolutely outrageous that Russia is still doing shit over there. Please, Russia, please, just get the fuck out. We just say, uh, this didn't happen. And, you know, even though so many people passed and that's super sad. Like, a lot of people died for no reason whatsoever. But yeah, so the president of the Ukraine is, of course, Zelensky. And he, of course, is a comic or was a comic or is a comic. I feel like is a comic. Once a comic, you're always a comic. So I think that that's where, that's where this question comes from. And honestly, I'm thinking because I... So I worked on a, a comedy sketch show and I wrote uh, sketches for that. And for that... I had to watch a lot of comedy, watch a lot of comics, and watch a lot of stand-up specials. And I have said this on here in the past, but I really fell in love with Eliza Schlesinger. And I feel like she would be a very good president. First off, she's a woman, so that would be cool as well, because of course we then already have that history made so not only is she a comic and then became president but she's also a female um so yeah so she she is a very competent in my opinion and also 
she is very level-headed for where she's at because she won like last comic standing and is fucking five-time netflix stand-up special um host or whatever you fuck you want to call it like she has like four or five netflix specials that's fucking crazy like not many people can say that that they have so many and like from all the throughout the years so that's really cool um but like yeah so she does a podcast and it's called ask eliza anything and on this podcast she answers questions that her fans have um both male female everything in between uh very much like this podcast of course if you didn't know, this is where th- this podcast is basically based on Ask Eliza Anything. Like I listen to that podcast religiously. Every time there is a new episode, I put it on and basically immediately, immediately, or as least as soon as I can. And with that, I really think that she has a vision that could really help us and by that the world getting into a better place because of course she is very much uh she tries to do as best as she can with like saving water and making sure that she uses reusable plastics and you know glass containers instead of throw away plastic ones and stuff like that and to me i feel like that it is a part of a presidency that is very much missing or lacking uh, at the very least where, of course, it's really hard because economies really revolve around plastic nowadays and basically revolve around pollution. So it's very hard for a president to come in and then do something about that. But I feel like if Eliza Schlesinger would do that, then we wouldn't have throwaway plastic utensils and stuff like that. Shit like that would just be banned immediately. And I think that that would be a good step forward, even though in the beginning it might hurt a little bit more than we're used to. But I feel like as a society, yeah, you would get way further if you just take hard stances on certain things. But I also like Eliza as a president because she's also like, again, she's very fair. Because nowadays we see very much this divide in people where Somebody is left, somebody's right, and if you're right, you're very right, and if you're left, you're very left. And I feel like Eliza is left-leaning for sure, but also finds herself in the middle most of the times, where she most of the time gives a, I mean, actually always gives a rational answer to what question is being asked. And I feel like she never really goes to extremes, and I feel like for certain things, I think it makes sense to go a little bit more extreme like covid and stuff like that she is very much stern on you know getting your shots getting your boosters make sure you're clean and stuff like that wearing a mask and stuff like that even though nowadays that's not really planned anymore because barely any society has that shit anymore but yeah so i feel like she would do very well and of course i'm a big fan of uh, eliza but still, I would think that she would do very well as a president of the United States. So going back to the question, as by Summon solicited advice, the next US president is a current stand-up comic. Who do you want it to be and why? And I would say Eliza Schlesinger would be a very good president because she's very level-headed and she also is somewhere in the middle between left and right. Again, left-leaning, 
but I feel like she always finds a more, how do you say this? I feel like logical, I guess, answer to certain things where because of that, she kind of falls in between the boat because she is not firmly for or against something nine out of 10 times. Or And, and if she is, she has like a, a reasonable uh, opinion off of it, like off it. So yeah, that would be my answer to you, someone solicited advice. Thank you for your question. Moving on to the fourth question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today. A serious one here coming from user Gefot the Bloody. I guess it's how you say it, maybe? I don't know. Serious. People who have recovered from a mental burnout from school or work, what personally helped you out the most? I saw this and immediately started thinking like, started thinking like hey, I never, I rarely answer serious questions because most serious questions are very specific and it's like, oh, it's a serious question for X person or serious question for X. Yeah, so for me, I have had this in the past where, you know, sometimes you're a little bit burned out, especially in school. In school, I really, because with work, I feel like you can basically put your, your, your head on zero and just go for most of the time but for school it's very much like hey, you have to go to class and then when you get home you need to do your homework and then you have test weeks and then you need to fucking learn books that are fucking 500 pages long and sh- shit like that and those are the moments that really got to me at some point where I was just like hey I just cannot do this anymore I don't want to do this um, I cannot fucking read a single page, let alone 200 or 300. So what I did, and it started creating a really bad habit for me, but in the end, it worked out, I guess. But to me, it really helped putting some music on or basically doing anything else while studying or making homework or something. For me, that really helped because... Even though it would take me probably like three times, maybe even four times as long as it would normally take, it took my mind off of the work for a little bit and made it easier to do the work in a sense. So for me, I think that that is the answer to your question, Kvothe, the bloody people who have recovered from a mental burnout from school or work what personally helped you out the most. And I would say basically doing anything else while doing the work that you should be doing. Because with that, it just makes it somehow a little bit more digestible because you're doing something you don't like doing, but also doing something you do like doing. Um, And again, it might slow you down a little bit or a fair bit in my case, but in my opinion, it did help me through those moments where I was just not feeling it. And by listening to music, I got through all those 300 pages that I had to read for the test next week. Or, you know, by watching that movie, I worked out my thesis at the end of the fucking week. Shit like that. Sometimes it's just nice to just do something else for a little bit, but also then keep, you know, trucking along to make sure that you're at least making some progress. So you're not totally standing still, but also, again, while doing something else, making sure that you're doing something, again, making progress, but also t- 
tickle your your emotions in a different way, I guess you can say. So thank you for your question, Kavod the Bloody. Moving on to the fifth and final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today. This one coming from user TreeBear1. And they ask, you are gifted unlimited french fries, but are only allowed one condiment or topping. What is yours? This is a very fun question because it's something that you really think about because of course you like, you go to the McDonald's and you get like ketchup or mayonnaise or, you know, like a, like a sauce type thingy. So I'm really thinking and I really like french fries. I'm eating french fries tonight. Fuck yeah, me, you know what I'm saying? Fucking gets in. But yeah, so for me, I have, ooh, this is a very hard question. Because my mind immediately goes to, to mayonnaise because that's basically the the default condiment that you would get on your french fries over here. But when I picked this question, I really started thinking and I was like, maybe I would like some applesauce because I'm a really big fan of applesauce. I really like applesauce. And sometimes dipping your fries in that, really nice as well. But then we have sweet and sour sauce, especially McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. That shit is bomb. But I, it's good on fries, but I don't necessarily think about it when I think about fries. So it's a really hard question, this one. You are gifted unlimited french fries, but are only allowed one condiment or topping. What is yours? I think I'm going to just go with applesauce. I really like applesauce. I like dipping my fries in applesauce. It's that sweet and savory effect that you're getting because, of course, the applesauce is very sweet and then you have salty chips, like the British would say. British would say, or French fries in this case. Yeah, I think that's my answer to you, three bear one. You're gifted unlimited French fries but are only allowed one condiment or topping. What is yours? And I would say applesauce. After a little bit of thinking, I would say applesauce. And then if I get an unlimited batch of chicken nuggets, I would take sweet and sour sauce. That's a given. But yeah, I would go for applesauce. Thank you for your question, 3 by one And now moving on to the final question for today, coming from the MIDS subreddit from user MomTattooed. And they ask, am I the asshole for getting upset at my girlfriend for giving my mom a tattoo. My, 25 male, girlfriend, 22 female, and I have been together for over a year. She's covered in tattoos, which I've always liked. She's always been artistic and has been tattooing herself and her friends for years. My parents are more conservative and traditional, so when they planned a trip to visit us, I told her to just wear longer clothes to cover them up. She refused, and on the day they visit, she wore a crop top with shorts which showed off all her tattoos. That's fucking baller, I love that. I warned her again before they came in about it, but she just shrugged me off. I was shocked when my parents came in and just started complimenting her on the tattoos, especially my mom. My mom spent ages to her talking about tattoos, so me and my dad went out the backyard. When we came back in, my mom rushed out to my father to show off her tattoo my girlfriend gave her, it was four small flowers running up her arm. She said it represented our family. My dad loved it and my mom was busy telling everyone on Facebook about it. My girlfriend then came downstairs and I asked her why she would put that on my mom without asking me. She laughed in my face and said my mom was a grown woman. 
My parents then took my girlfriend's side, so I just stormed off upstairs. I could hear them for hours downstairs until my parents left. It's been a few days and I can't bring myself to talk to her after she did that behind my back. Am I the asshole? Yeah. But this is not even that fucking difficult of a question. First off, you're assuming that... Okay, first off, we're going back to the beginning of this. So you're saying that your parents are very conservative and traditional. And then you're saying that your girlfriend should cover up. Like, personally, your parents are visiting you. I guess that you can say like, hey, my parents are a little bit conservative, very traditional. So it might be a smart thing for you to put something else on to cover yourself up a little bit more. But again, your girlfriend is 22. She's a grown woman as well. So if she wants to do that or doesn't want to do that, that's on her. So she chose to not do it. And then your parents came in and they really liked the tattoos. So crisis averted at then. And you still were kind of being a bitch about it then. Because you were just like, oh, this is why talking about my girlfriend about tattoos. So when you left and you came back and your mom had tattoos, you got pissed at, at your girlfriend. Because why? It's your mom. Your mom is a grown woman, like your girlfriend is saying. And she seriously seems very happy about it when she is going to Facebook and posting about the tattoos that she just got. So I don't really see what the big issue is here. Your mom saw the tattoos that your girlfriend has and has done on herself, which is fucking cool as well. And apparently she loved it so much that she was willing to endure the pain. And then she put, in my opinion, a sentimental slash emotional tattoo, emotional damage, um, emotional tattoo on her arm, because like you're saying, it represents the family. And then you're going to be upset with your girlfriend for putting that there? To me, I just cannot compute. I guess you can be a little annoyed that she went behind your back or something like that. But again, it's your mom. If your mom wanted a tattoo and she would have gotten it at home or like, you know, just out and about in the open world. Open world? What the fuck? This is a game? If she would have just gotten it on a fucking Saturday morning and you wouldn't have known anything and she would have showed it there is no person you can be more upset about than your mom right because you're not going to the tattoo artist now you're just upset because it is your girlfriend but if anybody else would have done the tattoo you would have just have to have to take it and again you couldn't be upset with your mom and then that is in this situation that's basically the only person you can be upset with your mom you can be just like, hey, mom, I don't think that you were a tattoo person and I don't really like the tattoo. That's the only person you can be upset about. Because your girlfriend just did what your mom asked, I assume, or at least something that they come to an agreement with. So uh, you're a bit of an asshole, yeah, for for being upset with your girlfriend, for, for one, just that whole. But then, yeah, it's a decision that your mom has made by herself or at least agreed upon with your girlfriend. And that has nothing to do with you. And again, like I'm saying, she, your mom could have gotten the tattoo a day later somewhere else and then there would be no one to be angry about. So going back to your question, mom tattooed. Am I the asshole for getting upset at my GF for giving my mom a tattoo? Yeah, you're a bit of an asshole here. Your mom is a grown woman. She gave birth to you. You're 25. 
And if you can make your own decisions, she certainly can make her own decisions. Thank you for your question anyways. And that was it for this week's episode of the Didn't Ask Podcast. I hope you had a good time listening to this show. I had a fun time recording it. I um, had some fun questions, some topical ones. So yeah, that was a fun time. If you really think that if you think that this podcast was fun as well, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because both places give you the opportunity to leave a review. You can find this podcast on anchor.tv forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. Over here, you can also find linkages to all your favorite podcast platforms like Podcast Addict or Pocket Cast. Over here on this website, you can also find a box that says message. And this gives you the opportunity to read a voice message for me so I can listen to that and play it on this right here podcast so I can answer your question on here as well. If you don't want your voice to be heard, that's totally fine by me. Just say it up front in your message. Then I will just read your question out myself so I can still answer your question, but you don't have to hear your voice. I will be back next week. And if you want to know what I'm doing in the meantime, please go to track.tv. That link will be in the show description. Over here, you can see what I'm watching throughout the week. Movies, TV shows, you can watch them live with me as well. And if you go over there, you can also see what shows I am watching just and or have watched and maybe ask a question about that because that would be fun well that was all for me for this week i hope you had a good time and i hope to see you back next week thanks for listening goodbye